first episode of Meanwhile in the Falklands we've lost count, but it's only <laughs> us two today. It is, it's just the two of us. Just the two of us, yes. I nearly <laughs> sang then, that would be copyright, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, Hannah is, well, we'll tell you actually where, where they are because I've actually got a list that we're actually going through. Um, so we actually come along that a little bit later yes. on. Yes. Yes. So uh, the, the big question of FITV this week is where are all our SD cards gone? Because it is an absolute mystery because we have a little pot that everybody can dive into when they need it, um, an SD card, which is what we use to put in the cameras and to use in audio devices. So we need them every single day. But um, sometimes you'll go there and it is overflowing. There's so many of them. But this week there has been none. And all of us have checked our, our own bags just yeah. to make sure. And they're not there. I honestly think we have a little monster eating them. No, I have no idea where, they, where they've gone. And um, Hannah, of course, goes to South Georgia on Tuesday and needs to take at least half a dozen with her. Um, so we are quite in a bit of a pickle, actually, listener, yes. to be honest. Um, Anyway, it's just Katie and I today. We're getting this done. It's only about quarter to ten. Um, we've got a few few things to do this morning, but then we are off because um, both of us have got things on this evening. We do. I think this afternoon needs to consist of a nap because tonight is the midnight marathon. Um, so that's obviously does what it says on the tin, you know, uh, starting at midnight and walking a whole marathon into the early hours of the morning. Yes. Um, I'm, I won't be doing that. Let's just clarify this. <laughs> Katie is doing that. I'm filming until about two o'clock. I'm a safety car until two o'clock yes. as well. So if I need you, if I decide two hours in, it's just me. not for me. I will be we, waving. We can come and film you first, obviously, because <laughs> that's, that's vitally important if you're a safety car, is to film whatever you've been um, asked to go and go and attend. And then, um, and then deliver all the whatever you need at that point. I actually, I don't know whether I've got to have extra blankets oh. or, I don't know, a mug of coffee. Or, I don't know what I've got to have in there. But anyway, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Anyway, so that's Midnight Marathon. They have to do it on a full moon, apparently. Oh, goodness. Um, yes, so it was postponed from last month. Now, why didn't they do Oh, they didn't do it last month because it was the same night as the... Um, um, Burns Night. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, same night as Burns Night. Uh, so they postponed it for another month, and this is the next. Is it for the light? Yeah. Not because we're werewolves or anything. No. <laughs> so, so that we can see where no. we're walking. Okay. It's because some of the route obviously doesn't have uh, street yeah, lighting. Yeah, of course. Um, which reminds me, you ought to t maybe you ought to take a torches well. uh, we've got head torches all planned oh, okay. we've got high vis we've got okay. head torches uh, we are sorted excellent all right i'm just going to turn this both up a little bit um anyway yesterday you and i had quite it's, it's been one of those weeks where um we've all been coming down or in various stages of recovering of the flu yeah and it was the flu listener it wasn't just a, a cold that was you know it was the flu. It was, it was aches. terrible. It was I can't be bothered to get out of bed. It was that kind of Definitely. thing. So we're all in various stages of recovery of that. Hannah hasn't got it yet. <laughs> she's superhuman. Yeah, <laughs> and I've just got my fingers crossed that she's not going to get it because the last thing she needs is to get on that ship and and be ill. Um, but yesterday, you and I went down to the school, the community school. Yeah, there was something. Which was well, you were there earlier, weren't you, for something? Yeah, so I was kind of in the school all day, but um, 
the thing that we went to was something called scene setting, which could mean very different things. I kind of was thinking maybe it was a, um, maybe it was you know a scene for plays, you know, like painting it. Yeah. Really didn't know, but turns out it was an assembly type thing for parents of pupils that are in year 11 and about to go through that very stressful exam period. Um, so I think it, it was quite interesting to be able to go along to that and um, really great that the school is offering that for parents. Yeah, well it wasn't particularly, I, I expected a lot more people there I think. Yeah, it was quite um, not what, too many. What's the matter, have you lost something? <laughs> I pulled the back out of my earring that I'm just trying to source. Okay, there we go, she's just going to shake her a top down and we'll find it in a minute. Just talk amongst yourself, listener, for a second. Uh, well, we find it's alright, she's now on her knees, just for the benefit of the tape. Um, she's looking underneath the... Okay, I think it's in my hair somewhere, but we'll just leave it just now and I'll find it after. Okay, yeah, we'll keep you posted on that, listener, um, as to where it is. Um, yes, the... the um, I thought it was, it was a very good presentation um, by the teachers about the core subjects only. Yeah, really. yeah. Um, and we all know that there's more to life than just English, maths and science, mm. even though they're very important. Um, but the, I, I don't know, we see when I was at school, we were told a revision timetable was 12 weeks long. You know, that's a good revision timetable is, is, is three months, but this is sort of like, you know, almost, I don't know whether they were now employing scare tactics, saying you only yeah, have maybe. five weeks left. I mean, I was feeling, I was starting <laughs> to feel, um, you know, anxious about it. And I'm, yeah. you know, not taking your GCSEs. Not taking GCSE. In fact, it's not been that long since I stopped having dreams about A-level maths. Oh, my goodness. Um, for years and years and years, I used to have nightmares about A-level maths. Um, and the fact that the exam was just around the corner and it was three hours long and I hadn't done any revision. So... Um, you know, these poor, these poor children, because it's, it's so many subjects. Do you remember your GCSEs? Uh, well, we don't do them in oh, Scotland. We do our standard grades, which is similar but slightly different. Um, and, yeah, I can remember doing my standard grades and just feeling utterly overwhelmed with the sheer amount that you have to learn and all these different subjects that it's not like when you do your hires or your um, A-levels where you've chosen, you've really specifically chosen what you enjoy, whereas I think it is in a really overwhelming time and you feel like it's, to be honest, you feel like it's the end of the world when you're actually doing it. But now I can't tell you what I got in my standard grades because it doesn't matter. You just need to, it's almost, you need to get past a certain point in order to be able to do your hires and then you need to get through, through your hires and get to a certain point so that you can go to uni. And like, the, there's a lot of fuss put on it when actually, no one can remember what you get now, but I think it's really important. You need to put the effort in at it's, the time yeah, it's very in easy. order to get yeah. to the next spot. That's it is right. quite easy to sit here and go, oh, it doesn't matter. And you're sitting there doing GCSEs and going, okay, it doesn't matter. It does matter. It, absolutely. It does matter. And you need to get whatever it is that you need to get. Because um, they've now changed all the... It, it's not no longer A to G or whatever it is. Uh, they're now doing numbers. Yeah, because we, we do numbers in standard grades, yes. but it, the numbers are, so their top marks are now are a nine, but our top marks is a one. Yes, but you know why they do it as a nine, so that when the curve then moves, here's me being very sceptic, um, is that you, you then move the curve and then you could bring in ten as your new 
top grade. Right. Or okay. 11 as your new top grade if you're into Spinal Tap. Um, it's a little joke there for the, some of the people who will get that. <laughs> um, but anyway, when I was sitting there, one of the things that impressed me most about that school uh, was that they, one of the teachers stood up and said there was no such thing as stupid questions and, you know, even if you think it's stupid, please answer these questions because we all, yeah. we don't mind you answering these. So, yeah, it's nice to see that they are that are moving in that direction. The um, When we made this list, listener, um, about what we were going to say about um, the school, um, I got on a bit of a soapbox because I have a bit of a soapbox about allowing children to go to the toilet. <laughs> and I personally think that if a child puts their hand up in class and says, can I go to the toilet? The answer should be yes. And they should be allowed to go to the toilet straight away um, and not have to explain why or be told no or or anything like that i think yeah. the answer should just be yes go to the toilet um there are going to be a lot of teachers that are listening to this perhaps and having a moan saying there are a lot of students there who asked to go to the toilet just to get out of class yeah but there equally are a number of children who are desperate to go to the toilet and need to be, go to the toilet that moment yeah, in time yeah it's not great is it no mm. did that happen to you at your school were there did the teachers control you by doing that? Um, yeah, they would kind of say, if you asked to go maybe once, then they would let you, but then if you asked to go again, then they would say no, and you weren't allowed out of class. But of course, or, you know, if it was someone that often went out, then they weren't allowed. But obviously that's not something that you can control. And for me, I was never really looking to skip class or anything like that, you know was quite happy in my classes so it was it was quite quite frustrating especially in high school um so way up into being you know a teenager i don't think i really don't think that when a 13 14 year old girl puts her hand up and says can yeah. i go to the toilet i don't see why a teacher should then question them as to why they need to go to the toilet the answer yeah. should just be go and it it filed down so much that i can remember um being in class and I got a, a nosebleed that was like a tap, so going everywhere. And instead of rushing out to, to you know get some tissue paper or something, I raised my hand before I left my seat to ask if I could leave. And the teacher was helping someone else and didn't notice me for a couple of minutes. Um, and then went, oh my goodness, yes, go. You should have just went. But if I'd stood up and went any other time, I would have got in trouble. So it, it really does file into you. I think that created a big mess. Yeah, I, I think they have. I spoke to a couple of um, students who currently at the schools both schools um about this and ask them um and it's it seems like that has changed as well good now. that is and good and that actually if you do ask to go to the toilet you are allowed to yeah to go um but when i quizzed the head teacher and this was some years ago they gave me some waffle about following some procedure and policy from the welsh assembly or something which was just a load of rubbish, to be honest with you. Um, anyway, so you were there for sport as well, though. Yeah, you? so I spent I spent the day in fix yesterday, actually. Um, so I was down there interviewing some teenage girls about sport and about if they are active, what they like to do that they consider to be active and why they think there's such a drop-off in teenage girls um, dropping off the edge of not continuing to be in sport. We actually talked about this a couple of weeks ago in the mm -hmm. podcast, which yeah. kind of fueled an idea for me to go in and chat to the girls here to see if it was a problem in the Falkland Islands slash if it was still a problem that continued. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you find? 
I found that I the girls I interviewed were actually um, quite sporty girls because it was the PE department that had organised it. So uh -huh. um, of course she ended up with sporty girls. But the question that terrified me the most was when I said, "Why do you think that people are not participating in sport?" Every single one of them said something along the lines of, "They're self-conscious. Um, they get teased." it's not cool to participate in sport and they get really embarrassed at having to do it, having to wear PE kits, something like that. They don't feel comfortable having to do it. Well, they're lucky they w didn't grow up in the 80s when they had to wear brown knickers yeah. under their PE shorts, <laughs> uh, PE skirts even, because that's the dates that, uh, that's the things that we, I had to wear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, that's, that's surprising because I would have said that perhaps the sort of more popular people would have been the more sporty people. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I find it very hard to comment on this kind of thing because where I'm from is a very small place and is very sport fueled and sport orientated. Uh -huh. So everybody participated in sport. Um, there was a, probably only one or two in my year that didn't do sport off, they, off their own back. Um, so, but I think here it is. It, it was it was sad to to hear them say that and asking them what they think they can do to encourage other young girls to participate in sport. They said um, to try and introduce them to new sports, to give them encouragement and to make sure that they know that it's not something to be embarrassed about and actually they're taking care of their bodies which is a really grown-up thing to do. What, but they don't have a uniform at the school do they? So they don't have a PE uniform either so they could wear whatever they liked could they? Yeah yeah they can wear whatever they like but I think I think there is they were describing some s gentle teasing I think that goes on but actually can be quite can be quite upsetting for them in PE classes and things like that because the high school here has actually recently gone under some changes where they've brought in a female PE teacher as well as the male PE teacher that they've had for a while mm. um, because the girls were asking to be split from the boys in their PE classes. Oh wow, okay. Um, they were asking to have more time where it was just girls and they because they felt that they could participate more and that they would get more out of their lessons because in the lessons with um, boys and girls they felt like the boys were dominating so they weren't able to learn and grow as um, sporting individuals. Well, that's wonderful that the school are actually adapting um, yeah, definitely. To, to, to that and, and uh, allowing yeah. them to take part. Anyway, we quickly whizzed from the school <laughs> um, to the town hall. We did. Busy evening. <laughs> yeah, where um, we continued with the rehearsals for the importance of being earnest. Act three that I don't know how on earth, thank goodness for Keith, who was the, um, the, prompt. the prompt for that, um, because I think he was prompting every, or he might as well have just done it by himself, really, <laughs> hadn't he, whilst we just acted around him, I think. I think so, yeah. I mean, that was the first time that we'd done Act 3 on stage, so I don't think anybody needs to panic yet, but um, it was it was a long rehearsal for quite a short act, mm. that was how I would describe it. And how are you feeling? Because your character has very few words in Act 3. Yeah. And you have to spend a long time sort of sitting and reacting <laughs> to what's going on, when really, yeah, it's perhaps your mind wanders. It's... It's tricky because um, I'm not in Act 1 at all and then in Act 2 I spend the whole time talking <laughs> so all my lines are in Act 2 but Act 3 I'm there 
present and people talk about me but I just have the odd line, um, which is very, it's almost harder because I never know when I'm meant to say it. Yeah, it's so difficult, I, isn't it? Yeah. I said the same line about three times and none of them were in the right place. I think my funniest, <laughs> the funniest part, I think, of last night was when um, I was talking to Jack Worthing <laughs> and um, he says something about um, Lady Bracknell, if you, you know, it's Your entirely up to you. Your hat doesn't interfering with my face. <laughs> um, if, if you... Um, you know, you give your consent to, to me marrying. And then he paused because he'd forgotten who he was supposed to be marrying. And it was Gwendolyn who was behind us. Both of us had blocked her. Yeah. So you couldn't actually see her. I think everyone had forgotten about Gwendolyn. Because I think she has the same thing. She has hardly any yeah. lines in Act 3. We just sit there and um, I spend a lot of time holding Algernon's hand and um, dancing around the stage a little bit. But other than that... I just sit and watch what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have had some problems there because there's, uh, there's obviously flu has affected yeah. some of the rehearsals there. But hopefully, although Algernon was sniffing a little bit last night, so um, hopefully he's not on his way no, going down with something nasty. How are you feeling with all your lines? Because you have a large amount of lines. I you? feel so awful because Act One is, is almost okay at the moment. Um, in its act three is by far my weakest, by far my weakest bit, um, and I just felt so awful that I hadn't put a lot more effort into it last night. But I, you know, you can I can sit here and I could probably recite what I needed to sure. say, but you get on stage and that little bit of adrenaline and that little bit of um, nervousness and that little bit of um, I need to make sure I act in this and I'm not just saying the words. Um, you know, I just I forgot. Yeah, it quite big chunks. Time. So unfortunately, we've got another couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll plenty of time to to brush yeah. it all up. Well, um, we have got a few weeks left uh, on this. However, this is your very last podcast. It is. I know my final. Meanwhile, in the Falklands. Yes. <laughs> Here for the first, and <laughs> this is my last. But I'm sure it will be great and it's continuing yeah yeah you're gonna have to show me how to uh, pick up all those statistics that you, <laughs> you sometimes yeah all the statistics um hannah's not here we'll tell you where they are now hannah's not here she's managed to get herself on some kind of helicopter somewhere not really sure where um so she's gone off to do that she's um off to south georgia on tuesday so it actually will just be me and thomas next week oh goodness yeah <laughs> Um, Thomas today has he's interviewing some guy who's the ambassador for the promotion of the Beijing Olympics or something something exciting like that yeah <coughs> so um, he's gone off to do that I don't know whether this person is here under professional capacity yeah I'm not sure or whether they're here just on a trip and um, he'll come back and tell us all about it I'm sure yeah yeah, not that the Falklands can participate in the Olympics <laughs> at all because uh, we're under GB, but um, I don't know. What could we do in the Winter Olympics? It's like, I feel like this is like the plot of Cool Runnings all over Isn't again. It? Yeah. <laughs> the bobsled so it, it could be the ice skating. It could, yes. be, it could be the ice skating guys, yeah. Um, well, that sort of almost brings us to the end of yeah. this podcast. It's very, very short. I'm ever so sorry about that. And 20 minutes of us talking. <laughs> um, just to keep you up to date, we have still not found the back of Katie's um, earring. I'm going to go under the sofa and look for it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we may take some photographs of that for you. 
uh, listener, so you can watch that. I've got to go home and get changed because I completely forgot I've got a meeting in about 11 o'clock and I'm sitting here in jeans. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I think that brings us to the end. I'm ever so sorry it's nice and short. Um, we will bring you next week, Thomas and I will bring you the um, highlights from the Midnight Marathon. Good luck. Thank I, you. I heard Karen on the radio and she was saying that you know, as long as you've got a reasonable level of fitness, which I think you have. Yeah, I think it's okay. a nice long walk. A nice stroll. A nice stroll. <laughs> I'll listen to this podcast while I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, w well, looking at the board, there's not a lot on next week other than the sports quiz on Wednesday afternoon. Um, I have no idea what we're going to have on the news next week, so that'll be a nice surprise. <laughs> anyway, if you want to watch along... You need to uh, look at episode 417 of um, Falklands in Focus. You can get there by going on to www.fitv.co.fk and click on our channel and you're looking at uh, episode 417 and we'll see you next week. And I won't see you next week, but it's been good fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye.